From the terminus transmission of terror comes the mind-bending broadcast that takes a city by siege. That's right, we're tuning into 2008's The Signal, the story of a literal viral broadcast that makes Max Headroom's antics look like child's play. Told in three paranoid parts, this homage to mass psychosis will leave you questioning your own sanity. How many wax does it take to get to the gooey center of your friend's skull? How many people will show up to an apocalypse party? And how does a romance, horror, and comedy blend? Well, make sure that you've got your tinfoil hats on, rev up your heads in a vice, and tune in to the signal. Not the shuttle. Shuttle. Surprise. Whoa. Oh, that's fantastic. So good. If what the actual fuck was a movie, out of the mist and into the fog, it's Chuddle the Pod. What's up? What it do in Wagwan? You're listening to Chuddle the Pod, the podcast that is going to college and doing some experimenting. That's right, we're changing things up. We're an internet horror movie club now. We're presenting a brand new format today, and it will evolve and change, especially with the help of our patrons who get to suggest one movie a month and participate in the show in various ways yet to be established. (laughs) Uh, So we are three ding-dongs that talk about horror movies. I'm Sam. Sup? You can follow me at Chuddle the Sam on Letterboxd if you want to catch see, see what movies I'm watching, I guess. Uh, we got Brian with a Y because fuck him. Brian, say hello. Hello. Hey. <laughs> and then, of hello. course, we have uh, Chuddle the Ross, also known as Ross Purvis. You can follow him and see his dope tattoos at Ross Purvis on Instagram. That's yeah, Purvis yeah. with a U because you want to purchase that Purvis good and service. You can jump into our Discord if you're not already in there. It's our favorite way to chat with you. And if you like the show and have a friend, tell them about us. You can also join our Patreon if you like. Uh, You can ask us. uh, We do special episodes for questions and non-horror movies for the patrons. And then, as I said before, they get to vote or they suggest movies for us that we'll do on the regular podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the patron movie this month for the non-horror is Arrival, or is it The Arrival, or Just Arrival? Just Arrival. Did it arrive? arrival. Just Arrival. Just Arrival. There's no, it doesn't either, though. Speaking of our patrons, special shout out to them. Travis Maxell Boone, the Witch Doctor of Doom, Paul Litch, the Ditch Witch, the Horror Bandwagon, the Witchy Wish Dragon, Trevor, the Witch Master of Pleasure, and of course, Ricky Prejean, the Witchy Cajon. <laughs> and if you missed everything I said or care to check out any of our stuff, you can always go to... Chuddle the Pod! Oh, dot com. <laughs> there it is. That? <laughs> yeah. uh, now tonight, we are turning off the TVs and putting on our tinfoil hats as we talk about The Signal, which I have from 2007. Um, yeah, you know, I keep on – all right, so there is a discrepancy here because depending on what website you go, there's always a year difference I'm finding in these where I'm assuming like – I'm assuming like the like circuit – like maybe. the vessel yeah. circuit is like 2007 and then it hit in 2008. I don't know. Or I could have just lied in my monologue and no one's going to know until you actually look it up, which you'll probably do right now because I just said that. I mean IMDb has it as 2007, but oh. I'm, IMDb's had – earlier years for shit that's released and later stuff yeah festivals yeah so we still don't know (laughs) so it's like close so dates closest to the pin we got upsies we got downsies 
Right around 2007, 2008, somewhere there. <laughs> About ish. I'll do ish at the end of each one. Now, we have a few things to tell you about the signal signal before we open up the conversation and get into our questions. Uh, the signal is told in three parts. So there's three different directors and writers. It's the same writer-director for each story. Uh, David Bruckner did the first story. Jacob Gentry does the second. And Dan Bush does the last one. David Bruckner is like the name that I recognized. And he... I, he did one of the VHS segments, I guess, um, but he did Southbound, which I've heard of, but never seen. It's and he good. did the new Hellraiser, which I've also heard of, but never which seen. Is, which is also good. I don't know if you guys know any of the other directors or not. Uh, not off the top of the dome, mostly just the actors. Word. Well, speaking of the actors, we have Anessa Ramsey as Maya Denton, Justin Wellborn as Ben Capstone, Scott Poithress as Clark. Uh, Rod is played by Sar Ngaja. Doing my best on that one. AJ Bowen is Lewis Denton. And there, uh, Sherry Christian is Anna. There's some other characters, but they're not as big. Do you, I don't really know any of these actors from anything else. Ross, you said you did? Yeah, no, uh, mostly, uh, mostly Jerry. Uh, Jerry's been in, uh, Jerry, who's Jerry? Who the hell is Jerry? No, not Jerry. No, not Jerry. No, definitely not Jerry. Nope, I completely screwed that up. Uh, What's his name? AJ. AJ Bowen. Lewis. I was, yeah, not Jerry. Yeah. I'm looking at this IMDb. It totally threw me off. AJ Bowen. He's been in like House of the Devil and like a thousand, like You're Next and a bunch. Oh, man, he's so Mm -hmm. good. I really like him as an actor. Also, him as the bad guy in this was fantastic. Oh, he's awesome in this movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. No, but yeah, lots of goodies from AJ Bowen. All right. Well, that's who made it. (laughs) Now, moving on. This was when we talked about giving movies a gore rating. Yes. So, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being, what, Psycho and 10 being the sadness. Mm Mm-hmm. This is that's a good, that's a good range, right? I, it works. Chocolate yeah, syrup good. to just like you know, to, absolute oh, a lot of gore. Yeah, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of gore. A, a lot of gore. A, a, yeah. Actually, te- technically a gorgy at one point. At one point, that's true. At one point. Uh, so where where would you guys put this? I'd say like a six, six to seven, seven, seven. I yeah. think it sounds pretty seven. good. Yeah, I mean, like you know, uh, marinating six, on it. Yeah, seven, I should say. Yeah. I was, yeah, 6.5. Oh, 6.5. We're doing half we numbers now. Hey, you know what? It's it's a new it's a new meter. It it's new yeah. rules. <laughs> no, but it is. It's yeah, I guess depending on uh it's got some good gore. So if you're into the gore, it's definitely on the hev- like on yeah. the on the he- lead on the heavier side. I feel it's like good. a lot of blood, not so much guts. Yeah, there's some I mean, there's some good ones. But yeah, yeah no, yeah. All right. Who's it for? Who who do we think? What type of person would like this movie? Man, I would say like if you're a fan of say Romero's The Crazies, um, this is you know, like a the mass psychosis movies. There's not like a huge mm-hmm. broad spectrum of them, but this is one of this is like literally reaches apocalyptic. To, if you're into apocalyptic, yeah, yeah. apocalyptic, scenarios, absolutely yeah. survival horror survival stuff like that. It's yeah, absolutely like, slasher even. Slasher yeah. and to, with a tinge. Well, honestly, it's also funny. 
Like this is a I would consider oh, yeah. this a this I would consider this a horror comedy. Well, the middle part especially. The middle I don't, one. The I would, first like, and if you took the, out that middle, the first and yeah, I want to be fun. I'd say it's just yeah. a horror movie in general. Right. Yeah, but like, yeah. Two part two horror it. movies mixed in with a a, a comedy in the center. Because yeah. I mean, the first one has a funny mo like funny moments like the first segment. Yeah, but yeah. It's not ultimately as humorous right that's like, it's like the funny too. beginning or just like the funny yeah <laughs> yes yeah, yeah we exactly over. that's what it's I, for I, I think also maybe maybe anthology we kind of talked about this off mic but like it's like it's the same characters it's like a diet coke version of an i was anthology about to say movie. if you're looking for a light anthology where like <laughs> it it's three different people doing story. three different segments but it's the whole story together so it all plays yeah. together as opposed to the sometimes drawing juxtaposition <laughs> Of the of a bunch of random people random segments depending on how well it's yeah. done right or Especially. if it's done really well like scare package two yeah <laughs> watch it watch it listen to our episode watch it yeah uh so the signal uh good with friends good by yourself or both both I say both I, I say both yeah I mean we it's first a, started watching a, it together together I watched <laughs> it <true>. separately yeah <laughs> I think this watched yeah, it by was, myself just the other day yeah, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think this is I think this is one of the first movies that we actually all sat down and watched together. Could be in the, yeah. in the new place. So we were all living together when this it's in two thousand eight. Yeah. So <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it was new then. We know that. Uh, is there anybody it's not for? I don't think there's any vomit. So a there's not vomit. Be okay. I would say if you have a strobe and light sensitivity, yeah, yeah, photosensitivity <laughs> stuff like there, Hardcore. the signal in and of itself is very stroby. So just be um, warned about that yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, maybe I guess if you don't like gore, also like this yeah. is not a the, yeah. You got I mean, that from we, our goro meter. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, if you if you didn't get that from the goro meter, yeah, it's got some it's got some blood. Show sure does. All right. Dope. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Let's. You're welcome. Uh, we're, I'm going to run through the plot real quick. I wrote up a little plot summary. I tried to do a short one. Um, uh, as we do more of these, hopefully I'll get better. Anyway, I'm sure this is going to be dope. Yeah. Uh, okay, the movie starts. Good start. <laughs> Maya and Ben... <laughs> Maya and Ben wake up in bed, and Maya has to go home to her husband. She's cheating on him, you see? Her phone doesn't work, and Ben's phone doesn't work, so she leaves in a hurry. On her way to her apartment, she runs into numerous people acting strange and aggressive. Uh, This, when she gets to her apartment, this starts uh, the first segment by David Bruckner, Crazy in Love. Inside her apartment, her husband and her, his friends are trying to watch a game, but the TV won't work. Nothing works because every electronic device is transmitting the signal. The signal. Louis, <laughs> Maya's husband, kills one of his friends with a baseball bat. Louis fights his other friend, Rod, while Maya's while Maya escapes to the hallway, sees mayhem and murder, and hides out for the night in her neighbor's apartment. Mm-hmm. Honey, the- just go take a shower. <laughs> the next morning, while trying to escape the building, Rod pulls her. her into a room, tells her the world's gone crazy and everyone's killing each other. They decide Do you to have escape the crazy? Get- Sorry. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> they decide to escape together, but when in the car, Rod starts punching her in the face, so she runs into a dumpster and flees on foot. End of that section. Next segment, transmission to The Jealousy Monster, written and directed by Jacob Gentry. 
Ben shows up at Maya's apartment amidst the chaos and finds Lewis tied up. They fight, and Lewis tapes up Ben in the back of his work van. Lewis leaves to find Maya and sees her wrecked car. Assuming she's in a nearby apartment, he goes looking for her. Instead, he finds Anna and Clark, and they all go crazy together for a little while. They kill some people and then turn on each other. Lewis kills Anna, and just before killing Clark, Ben shows up. Freeze, free from his shackles in the back of the van, he knocks out Lewis and runs off with Clark. End of that one. Next segment, Transmission 3, Escape from Terminus, written and directed by Dan Bush. Lewis wakes up and chases Ben and Clark. They have a standoff but escape. Ben and Clark are going to the train station to find Maya, and unfortunately, so is Lewis. Ben and Clark find a catatonic Maya staring at a signal on a TV when they arrive. Lewis shows up, they have a showdown, and Ben mind freaks Clark into a freakout that leads to his own death. Maya appears beyond saving in her catatonic state and in her own dream world. Ben plays the mix CD he made for her, and a single tear rolls down her cheek before we get a title card and the credits roll. Did the credits roll? <laughs> and the Latin strikes, dude. Dude, dude. So that that's how the movie goes down. I got some yeah. uh, trivia, some behind the scenes stuff Ooh, uh, that we can get through real quick. So term, so the movie was filmed in Atlanta, and the original name for Atlanta was Terminus, which is the oh. the name of the city in the movie. It was called Terminus in 1837 when it was first settled, Ooh. which isn't a great name. It does sound like scary. <laughs> where do you live i live in terminus yeah exactly uh it was shot in just 13 days the so i didn't mention it but the very opening of the movie is like this sort of disturbing killer in the woods with women all tied up uh they yeah super behind low the budget. signal yeah so that uh was made um by jacob gentry who does the middle section he made that <laughs> for a 48 hour film festival like competition thing um let's see here. i like the guy who did, had the funniest one had the like the weirdest intro to the, that's amazing. yeah like and not fun to watch at all i do not like it <laughs> So weird. I think it's the bottle the glasses thing that the, the bad guys got on the whole time in the beginning of that is just like super. Um. Yeah, just women being bound. Yeah, tied up. Yeah. Uh, they filmed so and they didn't film at a train station. They filmed at a convention center, which is very obvious at the end. Um, especially if you've been in many convention centers. Well, the wait. They were there for SignalCon, right? Yeah, well, the, we okay. will be there for if there was a SignalCon. I feel like <laughs> we'd we probably be, go. Yeah, <laughs> we would. We would go to SignalCon. Maya has a tattoo. That tattoo, the tattoo she has, is the same image that's on the cover of the mix CD Ben gives to her in the beginning. Oh, and uh, let's see here. That's really about it. Cool trivia. <laughs> <laughs> now oh yeah now okay we get to start asking questions Ooh, yeah we do all right all right i I think yeah i was gonna start us off here right you're gonna take the first six go for it yeah there we go i thought that's what ross and i we talked i thought i said i was gonna do that you seem confused (laughs) <laughs> oh, I thought, okay, never mind. No, I thought I was taking first six and you were doing, okay, it doesn't matter. Honestly, either way. All right. 
Uh, would we survive this movie? <laughs> no. No. Yes. Uh, well, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I mean, there, there is no, like, does surviving I, mean not, I guess it means living, right? But <laughs> eventually you're going to die, I, like, see, one way pro- or another. Well, as is okay. life. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I but I, see, I murdered. Okay, well, have this. Or, so, I would, or punching through a TV. I would say under the auspice of, like, if we didn't see the broadcast and we're just trying to survive against crazies, we could probably do it. I figured, but, like, we're so to the hip with most of our electronic devices, so if this actually went down, all three of us would be crazy with the first ten minutes of this broadcast being off. Like, <laughs> we'd mm-hmm. instantly check our phones or be on the internet and just be like, okay, now I have to Now, what go. kind of crazy would we go? Oh, that's a really... Everybody goes crazy in their own unique way. Oh, dude, I don't know. I'd probably be, like, home protector. I'd just yeah, be on the top same. of my house, you know, just, like, incoherently screaming in my underwear or something like that. I thinking about that. I'd be like, I'd lock my family in a room and stand outside it, like, swinging a skateboard or something. <laughs> Brian, I know, Brian, I know what yours would be immediately. Hmm. More. You'd be the beast, dude. You would be the beast master. Like you would befriend every dog, and you would have like a huge pack of dogs around you at all times, and you would only trust dogs. Cool. Would we? So we don't think we'd survive. Think we all die. All right. Uh, what kind of tone so. or vibe did it have? It did it have? Did it have? Oh man. Um. I mean, like it's definitely kind of it's a mind fuck. The entire most of the movie is kind of a mind fuck in mm-hmm. the fact of like. Particularly the second segment, because it's the when the hallucinations really start kicking in. So, like, you have loose characters. Like, the actors are switching out. Like, it's uh, it's tripping, man. Well, yeah, and- but that's a... That, I'd say the tone and vibe changes throughout the segments. I mean, if you really, like, think about it, it's like the the tone of the second one... You, yeah, it's, it's, that's, it's, that's when all the hallucination happened, and it's trippy, but it's not like... like whoa it's man funny. this is a, it's, a, it's a funny dark comedy like that that's the tone yeah. that it starts taking there and then it goes into definitely at the third segment being a lot more survival got to get to the last point here and yeah. very i don't know real dramatic absolutely yeah totally i think it's Ex- like almost romance horror comedy survival yeah the first one's like i don't know the first one's almost like a that's to me gives me i said slasher as a because i didn't know how else to put it because that's the one like there's so much uh just like person on person violence yes in the first section uh that it's like splatter you know Mm -hmm. there's a lot of uh a lot of people killing people in the first segment (laughs) (laughs) yes Mm -hmm. yeah i mean a lot of a lot a lot of one-on-one but I would agree with Brian. The tone changes between the segments. Um, even though the third segment has that serious, serious tone and survival, like there's a destination we're going here, it starts off bizarre because that's when it has that. It's in that segment where the head gets connected and they're talking to the head, which still kind of has that horror comedy tone right. to it. It's, it's almost like, it like it's transitioning and, you. Yeah. 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 I do like how like um, some of the vibes kind of bleed into the other aspects of the uh, different sections of like one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. And so, the movie's very dark. It's like uh, what's it called? Like color? The colors washed out or something? There's it's not a whole lot of color. I feel like in in it. Ah, or am I wrong? Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. 
Like, like, like 28 days later or some shit. Yeah. yeah. The, act, uh, like the, the literal tone is like pastel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> well, uh, would you guys say there's anything uh, about this movie that's unusual for the genre? I, oh, man. I actually. I mean, I the was, fact that, yes, all around. Yeah. 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 It, the whole thing. <laughs> the whole is, thing is, is unusual for an anthology well, and it's unusual for a normal movie. 100 percent. i mean even for this kind of subgenre of like world gone crazy usually you'll have a pack of people that are uninfected by the crazy that are fighting the other crazies and i like in this one that everyone is pretty much crazy it just depends on what level of insanity that Mm -hmm. they're at so like and you also get a good povs of their crazy so like the hallucinations and like the weird like especially in uh, the second and third where like even when um Ben's having the hallucinations of like Maya's face ripped off and stuff like that, and like it's not there. And then same thing with like Clark and stuff like that. It's cool seeing like an actual. I don't know. In mostly pre- predecessors, like you don't actually get to see what the crazy is. You just know that they're crazy. Like in like the, right, you know. So it puts you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Puts you in the driver's seat of lunacy. I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You get to be like, oh, so this person's experiencing this rather than just seeing someone be like, <laughs> like <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. What they're reacting to. Hundred percent. So, was this a semetic? A semetting? Was this a setting uh, that you were familiar with? I don't know what that means exactly. I mean, yeah, it's an urban landscape, so it's like it's a cityscape. I've been to um, a city or two. I've been to a <laughs> city or two with sidewalks um, and buildings and the such. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, as in, I think with this, it's not like a um, everyone went crazy in a mansion on a hill somewhere. Like this is like an apartment and leading to like a like a train station. Like it's a uh, um, well, and it's also a everyone went crazy thing, which is yeah. familiar as well. But yeah, uh, it's just a yeah. There is sort of standard. There's not much. This, the same ingredients, but baked in a way that is more delicious than most of these movies. Mm-hmm. Do you think anything didn't work? Not for me. I mean, there. I can't think of any moment in the movie where i was like mm, nope which is rare because i have that a lot right oh man honestly not really i mean like i think the only thing that gets to me kind of every time i watch it is clark's dialogue because he's supposed to be like the brainiac kind of like but it's all just garbled jargon that he talks about with like the synapses of the thing. This, this. Yeah, I thought he was, he was supposed to be like the conspiracy nut. Kind of, yeah. Not I don't brainiac. know. It's just, but so yeah, there is kind of something that doesn't work for you. It's his some of his yeah smart but, talk, gobbledygook. But also, he's crazy, so I kind of give it a pass. Like I'm annoyed by it, but I get it. I guess if that makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so ultimately, what is I get? What is the message of this movie or the, the What is the message of the signal? I don't Fucking. know that it necessarily has one. If you want to go uncrazy, you need a Walkman that doesn't have the original, but a cover of uh, Unknown Pleasures. Because mm-hmm. uh, like because yeah, they couldn't afford. <laughs> Joy Division's actual song, so they got a cover of it, and it seems that's the only thing that will save you from pure insanity. I mean, you could take it very like you know, the the message could be technology's terrible. We're all, I mean, this is two thousand seven, so tearing us apart. Two thousand eight, you know, yeah, this is still very much the dawning of like smartphones and all that. If only they knew, and what it would turn you into, and the way to to break yourself free is you got to look past past the noise and you know find the calm or whatever and 
you know, you know to put down the phone that didn't even occur to me. <laughs> yeah. It's like so obvious. Oh no! <laughs> don't kill. We go crazy. Don't kill. There's no, don't, don't. There, there actually is none. It's just a lighthearted. <laughs> it's just a nice romp. Yeah, but no, that I I can't believe That'd I didn't be the think most of that. literal. It's so yeah, and it's <laughs> yeah technology bad, which is something that's been around forever. But mm-hmm. I think they even bring it in for the movie. Like it's like it's in our homes. It's in everything around us. And if something like this was to pop off, like very few of us would actually be safe from it because we allow technology to be around us at any given moment all the time. And I hope nobody puts any signals out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we already know we wouldn't survive. For sure. Right? Well, you guys Some are so sure we wouldn't. I'm, I'm on the fence still. Right. I think, I think, honestly, I think you'd make it. I think, I mean, oh, it, I, it, I don't just, know what you I'm, turn I'm, into. I'm a believer but... in survive. I'm, I'm a survivor, man. I don't actually. I don't know if I am. I'm just a believer that I am. I think <laughs> I'm, I'd be in like the top one percent of people that would survive. <laughs> wow, wow, this guy, Brian, Brian. I'm gonna let you know something right now. I've seen you survive on a desert island for gosh knows how long. Uh, when you you were playing a video game for the oh. longest time, you were, yeah. There you go. You I, know, I, saw you, I, I did do one I, of those zombie run things before. I survived it. Yeah. So I mean, if there's any sort of test, I oh, I did a zombie run too, and I'm also still here. Yeah, I've also escaped a room before. What was oh. your zombie run? Mine was uh, the Walking Dead at San Diego Comic Con. Okay. Oh, how did that work? Did they like have to like? It, I think it was at like uh, Petco Park, or it was at like. Uh, wherever the Padres uh-huh. play and it was all the like uh what causeways I guess okay big, uh, you just ran around the park and ran up and down things and people chased you and popped out at you where did you have like like because the one I did that had like flags that they would take from you and if you lost all your flags you died technically I don't recall because <clears throat> ours was like a 5k that you ran and it was also kind of like had some like light challenges from like you know like a tough mutter type thing and you ran the 5k but at, at certain points there were zombies that would chase you and you had three flags like touch football flags uh, or whatever no, yeah around no, you and if they got all that. three of them you you die you didn't live i i lived then i was the only one out of my like group zombie and try and grab no, people that would have been funny now you just finished the race which sucked because oh, that man. year was like one of the first years that they were doing it so like everyone just got like the same medal when you completed the next year they started giving away like who survived and who died medals you got like a specific mm. one. Oh, mm-hmm. that's amazing did you punch any zombies no man i just i just was boom boom just fast and yeah, man. shifty i was shifty <laughs> i was bad i looped myself up <laughs> <laughs> greased himself up he shaved himself completely <laughs> like completely shaved i went Poured in speedo baby oil and put baby oil yeah. everywhere and three flags yeah. it's like it's really hard to keep the <laughs> flags on give <laughs> oh him a double middle finger uh, backwards I while lo- running away and giggling i love that visual no i actually That's wore so um a short sleeve like white button-up t-shirt with a tie like went <laughs> yeah because i knew i was gonna get like bloody and did you have red on you i did at one point it was fun that was the point all right let's get into uh the best and worst first up guys what was your what was your best and worst scene of this movie did you guys have like a like what was the what was the up up and then what was the down down well my two favorite scenes i have two two that i couldn't 
quite placed, and they have very different tones. One's from the first segment, one's from the second segment. Uh, the first in the first segment is when Rod pulls her into the closet, pulls Maya in the closet when she's leaving, mm-hmm. and just gives this whole monologue about how the world's flipped and everybody's killing each other. And like, did you kill anybody? I've had to kill like ten people last night. Are you, you swear you didn't kill anybody? And he's just fucking like, how do manic. I know you don't have the crazy? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I really like that scene. And then the others in the second one, when uh, Lewis Clark and Anna are all showing each other the bot, their bodies. He's like, <laughs> he's like, Oh yeah, I killed my husband. And he's like, I killed someone too. And then it's like Rod's body in his head. And then Lewis is like, I have something to show you guys as well. And then he goes to the van and Ben's like taped up back there. Um, That's so good. I just, yeah. Love that. I like the, I like the one liner that he does when he sees the, uh, the decapitated body he goes probably deserved it. Yeah. How do you, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then if I had to pick a least favorite, I would say it's when Rod's head is connected and he's talking like, uh, telling him where to find Maya. It's just like, I guess if there's, I, I, I should have said this before, if anything doesn't quite work for me, it's that, that mm, bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no, no, no head for Sam. Yeah. Tim doesn't like head. I, on the hand, Only on my birthday. love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that is one of my, I don't know if it's my favorite scene. I like so much of this. I really like the last bit of them going through the, you know, train station convention center and getting mm-hmm. up to that final climax is just. It, at that point when i was rewatching this again i was like damn this is like a good movie <laughs> like it just maybe yeah. it just like cements like everything like i had a lot of fun before and then we're into this now so that's that's certainly one of my favorite scenes and i do enjoy the head scene i don't know if i had a least favorite moment perhaps that's really hard to choose you don't have to i that have is, to i don't have, have to, to. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you don't have to yeah, I would. Okay, I would probably say one of my man. There's so many good scenes. Um, really I th- I think the scene that for me that kind of set the tone for the rest of the movie is the guy with the hedge clippers, specifically oh. when he asks her and then like he's about to do it and then he hears something and he stops and he does that like mm-hmm. just give me a minute hold on mm-hmm. hold on one minute hold on one second i'm like, actually using that for my next answer <laughs> i love that as well <laughs> yeah i yeah that is hands down like i think because it's so fucking nu- like nuts like i was like okay awesome all right this is it's like that's when the red light goes with the with the roller coaster i was like all right good good to go he's about to kill her with the hedge clippers and he gives her like the finger like hold on like, a second i hear on. something like yep. wait, a wait second. you just wait right here and he like goes back out to check on things. Yeah, yeah, love yeah. that. Um, man, I guess worst like least favorite scene. Um, and it has nothing to do with how it's filmed. I'm gonna say that right out the beat. Um, it's the the end scene where Ben and Maya get away and they change and you see them and then you have that moment that they're on a train that's running and that's when you know that it's a hallucination and mm. it's more of that like oh god damn it like every time i watch it like i was like i just i want the movie to change and the fact that they actually make it instead of mm-hmm. her just still stuck there so <laughs> by least favorite it's like my favorite by going like oh come Your on least favorite is just yeah the one where it's like oh now i'm disappointed <laughs> exactly <laughs> i don't like being disappointed Disappointed. Uh, totally um so next up uh 
Best line, worst line. So mine, uh, I was going to go with the interaction of the finger guy, yeah, um, yeah. even though that's not really a line. But I guess that it would have to be, and I'm wondering if Ross is going to uh, say the same thing. It'd have to be, what the fuck is the guy's name? The guy who comes to the party in the set, Jim Parsons. Oh, and he's <laughs> like... When that ball drops, I'm going to grab a slut and I'm just going to pee in her butt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, such a stu- it's such a stupid, amazing line for a movie. Um, funny enough, not the one I picked. Oh, yeah. I have a, I have another one, too, but go ahead. <laughs> um, I would have to say Bard on my favorite. I guess it's like interaction between is the pre-party before... Um, was it Amy? No. Anna. 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 When Anna kills her husband mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're doing, goes, how many more balloons should I put up? And he turns around and goes, seven. He goes, that's the number I was thinking. He goes, that's, that's why you married me. That whole interaction is so Stepford Wives just wackadoo that oh, yeah. I absolutely love it. And just the fact that someone answered how many more balloons with an exact number is, <laughs> is fucking psychotic. And right, I, <laughs> I love it. Oh, so absolutely! Much. And to follow that up with be like, that's exactly what I was thinking. That's why, you, yeah, it's all just like weird. <laughs> uh, just yes, chef kiss on that one. I like when Lewis says he almost fucked my wife. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good one because they what? look at him and they go, "Wait, my what? <laughs> you almost just fucking you almost killed hit my her wife." In the head with a baseball bat. <laughs> oh god, damn it. That is a good one. That's such a fucking good one. It, it really throws you off. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody in the scene and the audience. My other runner-up for favorite line, uh, or I guess it's in her no line is um, when Clark Fult first comes over to Anna and Ken's place, and he's like, "Anna, I need a, I need a couple of things that Ken borrowed, namely my hatchet and some garbage bags." <laughs> um, is just a classic. I think that pops up as a Facebook memory every once in a while. I post, I like set, I need to borrow that once. And now I am reminded of it once a year. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Uh, Did, um, did you guys have a favorite scare in this movie? Was there one that just really reached out and got you more than others? So scares are tough because like, I think honestly, there's only one for me. Like it's, I, I feel like it's the the Ben hallucination at Terminus, like where she it turns Maya around, she doesn't have a face. Mm. Where it was just like it was more off putting, but I was like, oh goo, oh god, go goo. And like, I, there's not really a lot of jump scares in this. Movie. Not a lot of jump scares. Yeah. I for me the the thing that's I guess like the most intense or like anticipating something bad to happen is uh when she first leaves Ben's apartment and is going to her car and there's the guy who's like bleeding. And then the guy who starts like walking at that intense pace up to her car. Borderline Uh, skittering. Yeah. You're the, for me, it was those moments where you're just kind of like wait, waiting for something to happen. Yeah. I agree. And then I, I don't know what a worse scare would be really. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, I think some of these may not just have like a worst you know what I right. mean? They may just be like, hey. Well, well and it's going to depend on the movie, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Because I think, uh, 
I don't to me there wasn't a the a worst kill in this movie. I think there was what what about the kills, guys? What was your favorite on screen death or possibly off screen? Mm, that's tough. It's between two. <laughs> I keep having multiple ones, but I like I think the, that's fun. The balloon filler oh, upper yeah. and the neck is yes. good. It's great. Mm, that one. I liked pump. the it's weird saying I like the I liked um the cop outside the apartment building that gets hit with the fucking all the butcher knives t- duct taped yes. to yeah. the fucking holder thing because that's distance. oh my god that like slush pop like mm-hmm. <sighs> that's <laughs> that my answer for a different question I think uh, but uh, all right well we you guys covered two of my favorites so I guess the other one for me would be the um. It turns out to be a psych out kill, but uh, when Ben bashes Lewis's head in with oh, the yes. t- exterminator just... can, and you we like see his face like come off and mm-hmm. skull mm-hmm. crushed. Mm-hmm. Oh, per- person pudding. He's made into person pudding mm-hmm. onto that carpet. Show um, is close. Actually, you know what? Close second is what's her name who runs into the apartment trying to seek help, and Lewis just caves her skull in. <laughs> I thought she's coming at you with that knife. Those oh, yeah. are, that's not a well, knife. See, Those are now, keys. That is funny, but I would if I had to pick a worst kill, that's probably the one I'd pick because we don't really see anything. Okay, <laughs> that's, that go. is very true. All right, I can take that. Um, all right, this might be pretty easy for you guys or not. Did you have a favorite character? Do you have a favorite one and a least favorite? I have two favorites. <laughs> neck, neck to neck. All right, who we got? Clark. Um, who's the guy that with all the jargon? Um, and Jim Parsons, they're both just so funny to me. Um, I find them both to be very funny, and I like I like that in a character humor. humor so those are my, my two favorites. And if I had to pick a least favorite, I'd probably pick Maya because she really doesn't do anything other than cheat on her husband. <laughs> mm. What do you What do you think, Brian? Yeah, I like Clark. He's a funny boy. And funny guy, yeah. Who's the worst yeah. character? I don't know. What does that mean? Who's the worst character? Lewis, because he's such least a bad favorite. guy. Least favorite. <laughs> least favorite uh, guy. Yeah, I guess. Shit, I don't know. I oh man, I would say probably my favorite character is. It's gonna be Rod. Rod is just a just a really weird character, and how he's portrayed, and just how crazy he gets. Mm-hmm. Is so good, so good. Great I mean, like performance. A, yeah, fantastic. Also, just his character is just like so neurotic all over the place. It's just uh, if like if one character was like the um example of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, I think Rod would be like the perfect example of this movie. I can see that. I can get behind that. Yeah. Uh, I guess maybe just by because because of, of my stuff with the jargon, least favorite would be Clark, but like. Minimally. I'm talking like minimally. He only gets like a half point off for his jargon. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> all right, guys. The moment you all been waiting for. Can we talk about the gore? Yeah. I, I think so. My favorite gore kind of goes to my favorite kill with the head crushing thing. And then my other one would have been the thwacking of the uh, cop with the bladed what what is that it's like a maybe a long a tall candle stand that he taped a bunch of kitchen knives into the top yeah it looks like something you would get out of like a a 
I don't know, like a renaissance fair. Like, it's just like, it looks like mm. it should be like a torch should be attached to the end of it. That's one of my favorite, that might be one of my favorite weapons in a movie, like, all-time favorite weapons. That's just something that's always stood out to me and I've never forgotten. <laughs> that's neat. I like it. It's a pretty good <laughs> thing to kill people with, if needed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's some good. You guys uh, got any favorite gore or oh, gore I mean, parts dude, you want to talk about? It's the electrocuted head. Is like, come on, like it, it talks and it's electrocuted. It's got get evil dead vibes for days. Man, that's nice. That's yeah, that one was that one's really good. Oh, okay, actually, honestly, the uh, Lewis getting his arm. I was about to say, his getting his arm drilled in. That's Ooh, pretty. Good. That's and a good one. Pulling it off. Oh, him. Yeah, they screw. Like, what is that? Like, four, six inch screws. Yeah, two like of them two into of his them. forearm. So gnarly. Ugh. So gnarly. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that's no, a that good one. one. I mean, that is there, a really good one. There really is some good gore. I mean, honestly, even the decapitation with uh, the yeah. shovel. With uh, oh yeah, I love that, and that one. that's funny too. Yeah. That, that it's got a good like uh, timing to it, rhythm. We got um, even uh, the bug spray kills. The makeup on that was like really gross. Like just like Absolutely. the swelling of the eyes and the face and stuff mm-hmm. like that is just like. Ugh. Um, Anytime that there's gore, there was really, it was really well done. Like, really well done. Even just, like, the blips of all of the hallucination kills, where it's just, like, overkill or face rip, like, face off. And it's just, mm, mm. Yeah, it's gory in this movie. is fantastic. All right, let's get to our last six questions. Uh, Villain level, one through ten. I guess the villain in this, is it Lewis or is it the signal? signal? If Everyone. it's the signal, that's a pretty. That's a ten. That's a ten. <laughs> if it's Lewis, it's like a five. Yeah, five ten. Yeah, yeah no, I, I mean, I do like Lewis as a villain, but he's I, a great. I, he plays the character very well, but the villain itself is. Yeah, there's been better villains out there. Sure. Yeah. 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 I think. Um, well, that's like. This, well, this is a weird one because it's like I guess yeah I mean in this arc Lewis would be the main villain, but. Every one of them is a little like they're all crazy. So it's like it's almost like they're like the villainish is evenly distributed throughout a lot of different characters instead of just like a main baddie. I totally. Mean, Whereas like even though that's an interesting thing about the sadness is that it affects most of the people, but there is still sort of a main baddie throughout. Which that's true. I guess uh, there is for this, but it's not as are you kidding me? Not uh, as strong as that. Axe welding businessman versus uh, the Lewis. Lewis it would be no question, no question that he Lewis would be dead. I think one of his orifices, not around his face, might be getting used by that man. Probably I an think eye. Businessman is a lot more sinister in his actions yes. and everything he does. But I say as a villain character, they're, yeah, they're the could, same. Amount of villainousness. It's. I mean, I think Lewis is our villain. I mean, if you look at what the underlying story is of this movie, it's about this woman, this woman and this guy. Mm -hmm. If we start at point A and end up at all the way at the point C, it's about him getting to her and reconnecting. And the one besides the signal and all the other people, the one remaining force that keeps going throughout that's trying to stop that is Lewis. Yeah. Kind of like the sadness where the couple gets split up and they're trying to reconnect. (laughs) Yeah, wow. Who knew? (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. I doesn't. It's yeah. I get that. I totally get that because I mean, like the sadness is like very just like a nefarious wants to do horrible things, and Lewis is doing horrible things in the auspice of like trying to protect his wife because he loves her so much to an obsessive level. 
business suit guy, axe guy, never, never makes us laugh. <laughs> right. Molly makes Ross laugh. Yeah, it's something. especially when there's so, pretty much every fucked up thing he does. Ross thinks is hilarious. It's, the same oh, it's a knee slapper. Uh, <laughs> the back to the signal. Is it a starter horror movie? Would it make our moms upset? You know, I mean, would it make my mom upset? Yeah, but it make my mom upset. Is it a starter yeah. horror movie? I think my mom would like it, but it would upset her. Uh, my mom would never watch this. Um. I don't think it's a starter horror movie either. I think you would need to be a mm-hmm. watch horror movies already. There's a lot of gore for mm-hmm. starting out. Yeah. I mean, I, man, although it does have a, because there's like romance mixed into it and also comedy mixed into it, it does buffer that gore a little bit for me. Sure. Well, yeah. For you. Yeah. But I mean, I'm also, I like, any I'm also a desensitized. I would not be like... <laughs> I'm just looking to get into horror. Are you going to hand someone the signal? Uh, Who's never watched anything past? No. Yeah. If someone, uh, the signal is for someone who's like, I like horror. And you're like, have you ever seen the signal? Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. This is like, well, yeah, uh, maybe a a journeyman or a well-seasoned horror at fan like fan would probably mm-hmm. take this one a lot. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's yeah. Dope. This is a bit much. Does this deserve a sequel? Does it deserve it? Yes. Does it need it? No. Yeah. That's a really Agreed. good way. With yeah. both. Yeah, 100%. I mean, the content is good enough that you could do a sequel from this, but like, why would you? It's such a, it's so well done and so finite in its storyline that like. Sequel spinoffs anything? I could see maybe a TV series, but like another Ooh, city. Cool. Like an somewhere anthology else. TV series. I'd like it where it was like every episode was a different writer director exploring the signals effects on somebody yeah. mm-hmm. or some group. However, you know what I mean? I think that'd be cool. I would absolutely watch that. All right, man. Let's make that happen. Okay. Netflix. Dibs. We know you're listening. I don't know. No, not Netflix. I'll cancel it after one season. Oh, okay. shit. You're right. Um, I don't know who doesn't cancel right now. HBO's canceling everything. I don't know <laughs> who doesn't cancel. <laughs> They're just slashing right, well, everything right now. We'll figure it out. All the streaming services we'll are ourselves. listening. Yeah, there we go. Yes, Shuttle the network. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shuttle the streaming service. Soundtrack. Is it vinyl worthy? I don't really recall. I, nothing much. sticks not out. Really much original music. Yeah. Or... Shy of the cover song that I hear. I don't really. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I would say probably not. I mean, although I'd have to maybe like, I would have to actively find this soundtrack. Yeah, on, like, the yeah I'd say no. <laughs> Yeah. If the answer isn't we don't yes, have to make like it immediately, happen. yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to reason ourselves into uh, it. Is it action figure worthy? Which this Could was one be. of my questions. I to- I would buy I can't like if I got a rod and he came with one of those. That's fucking the only character that I would be excited it, about, realistically. I I'd think. be thrilled. I'd probably get a Lewis too, um, if he had his little canister. Um I mean I'd get it, but like do I want like the only one I think is like cool out of it would be Rod like holding like Rod in some sort thing, of yeah. like you know action pose really, really be like cool. a little yeah. bust would be cool oh but yeah that would be awesome <laughs> or like a bust of the the air pump into the neck oh, that'd be a really cool one. <laughs> but no that would be a squirt gun so like you could hold it and it just shoots out of the neck or it's oh, like the like an old fashioned like Ninja Turtles answer. toy with like a pump on the back. Yeah, like, oh, like it would yeah. actually like pump stuff and like yeah, that'd be cool. Squirt out, mm-hmm. yeah. squirt, 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 squirt. 
<laughs> what? So if you if this movie if you were working on the team when this movie was coming out and you were making some sort of crazy merch like to promo swag whatever you know Air you're pumps. making something. <laughs> Air pumps. <laughs> Air pumps. Oh, that's a good one. Cutlery set. Um, I uh, a cutlery set would be dope, actually. And they said, like, it's just like you have a really nice kitchen knives. And they say that, like, what do your kitchen knives say? The signal on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Each knife has like a oh, different, man. like, qu- crazy quote. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> yeah, one of the kni- one of the knives <laughs> says, "When that ball drops, I'm gonna grab, grab a slut and just pee in her butt." <laughs> yeah, all of our favorite quotes on the knives. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all, just all the knives. That's fantastic. You tried to fuck my, my wife. wife. <laughs> that's on the bat. That's a, that's actually just a bat that you get that just mm. has. This huge... Yeah, I mean, yeah, hey, uh, that'd be fun—a foam prop of Rod's knife thing that we could just run around and like uh, hit people each other with, like a uh, real, yes. yeah. like, you know, one you could put on the shelf would be cool, but like one you could play with. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, dude, a real I one would... that I put it on a shelf next to my samurai swords. The swords, <laughs> dude, or Rod's head device. Swords. Are you kidding me? A talk. It's an alarm clock. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, head. it looks like his head, but yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's in the morning. You like smack his forehead to stop yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Jaw moves is like no. Uh, you have uh, to put uh, a fake. Uh, uh, you have to put a fake cigarette into his mouth to make the alarm stop. Real cigarette, lit. Real, a lit <laughs> cigarette. Mm-hmm. All right, and that covers it for the, those last six questions. Now we are going to get into our ratings. We're still cutting off five fingers and throwing them in the grave. That's how we've done it before. That's how we'll continue. One, no, two, we- three, four, five fingers. Will you cut them off? How many? Throw them in the grave. <laughs> Who shall start us off tonight? I'll go engaging. Oh. <laughs> I'm doing. We're doing Sam's scale for a little bit. Oh so yeah. We're doing, oh yeah. Engaging. We're going to test it out. See if it matches their heart. Yeah. Sticky. Yeah. T-shirtable. Of course. Well, I don't know. That one's a little. Yes. The answer is yes because ultimately it's like, would I rep this? So then, does it exactly my cockles? I, sure. I find for me on t-shirtable. Uh, the how much you like it can override like cool character design to give it a full. full so it's like you can make any sort personal. of movie look cool with the right design, and rewatch. I mean, right. yes, yeah. This was a feeling of five, and it's gonna hit all these points on five. I could it just for the fact that it's been a like it's. I watched it the other day. I was just engaged as I've always been. It's I watched it the other day after so many years, so it's definitely stuck around and was rewatchable. We talked about that mm-hmm. t-shirt thing, and it makes the the my cockles go rockles. So five, nice rockles do cockles. Uh, I, yeah, this is gonna be an echo chamber tonight, gentlemen, because it is engaging. It is sticky as all. It is super sticky. This is like super sticky triple peanut butter sticky. Uh, this is engaged. I am married now to it. It went past in. I got past engaged. I'm now married to this movie. This is how engaging mm, that oh, movie wow. was. Um, I cool. now I went past a t-shirt and have now tattooed the entire poster of this movie to the front of my chest. Um, the cockles. This is like Viagra. Like this is right to the cockles. <laughs> Uh, rewatchable. Are you kidding me? I was watching this while we were recording this. Like I, I haven't. Honestly, I haven't turned the signal off in two weeks. I might get divorced over it. Um, this is this five 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 five. Nice. 
Ross is getting divorced because he's re-engaged to another no. lady. Another Mary. lady being 2007 or 2008. <laughs> Ross is Mormon. The signal. Well, yeah. you know what? A lady never yeah, says her age. Many wives. So. That's... <laughs> what? <laughs> I said Ross is Mormon and has many wives. <laughs> many wives. Okay. All I heard was has many wives. Um. Okay. So the signal. Now here's an interesting thing about the whole signal, Reno, is I, I, I have no idea how I'd feel about it if I had never seen it before and watched it for the first time, because I liked it so much when I first saw it, watched it with you guys. I remember showing it to a ton of other people as well, and I've just loved it forever. Um, but I'm wondering if I would give a full finger for each of these. If it were a first watch, it's hard to say. But engaging, seen a million times, still very engaged, full finger. Sticky? Fuck yeah, it's sticky. I like there I've there are parts of this movie I think about every so often, and I guess I've been doing that for about fifteen years now. Um T shirtable, absolutely. I fucking love this movie. I would wear it on a shirt any day. It could just be a regular movie poster. Not even that cool, but if somebody was like, What's the signal? I'd be like, It's a movie you should fucking see. Um rewatchable seen it a ton countless times couldn't even tell you and uh oh wait this is my old list cockles cockles mm-hmm. <laughs> cockles absolutely it works my talk cockles hard and cockle i think because of the tone changes is part of what's so endearing to me about it mm-hmm. um so surprise surprise that's a full five i think we all knew this was coming but you know what that makes this a certified shuttle. Call it pop, bubble sparks. Shuttle, 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 shuttle. There it is. There that it goo is. drop. Make that goo pop. So at this point, we we're gonna ask if we talked about uh, with movies like, does this score high enough to get into our like recommended collection, the shuttle crypt or whatever uh, we end up calling it? Um, but <clears throat> it's a certified shuttle, so we already know that's the case. Oh, yeah. And it does feel good, though, that the signal is the first technically in the Chuttle Club crypt. Like, I know there's been other certified Chuttles before it, but this one in the new form, like, I feel like that's a that's a that's a friendship certification as like the this is the cornerstone of the building of the Chuttle Club crypt. And I think that's I, I really like that. I agree. We've been talking about doing this movie for a while and I had thrown it out there because it seemed like uh, we we know we'd wanted to do it. We'd all seen it a bunch, so it seemed like a good one to start out with, with uh, doing our new All Movies All The Time, Oops All Movies format. So thank you guys for joining me tonight. I appreciate you thank being you here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I'll have you anytime. Until next time, listen to our old episodes. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>
<laughs> I mean, uh, that's kind of important. 